go to King. King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window will get their second. You're listening to League Cup. Newcastle Hunters home rugby league. Welcome back to another episode of League Castle. Uh, I am your host, Chris McPherson, and we're back with our regular podcast today with uh, uh, a local rugby league guest. Uh, we might start off by getting our guest on the line, and then I'll uh, give him a bit of an intro. So we'll give him a buzz now. Welcome to the show, uh, our special guest. Uh, I might run through a bit of an intro before you jump on the line. Uh, today's guest is a game show winner. He's a multimedia superstar. He's been on Barley Blind Dates, Triple M, What's New in the Castle, and allegedly occasionally plays a bit of footy. He lists his occupation as a carpenter and dreams of one day being a triple threat of a media personality, fireman, and a foot model. Daniel Nielsen, welcome to Lee Castle. I should say welcome back. Yeah, thanks for having me back, mate. It's uh, been six months since last season, but good to be here. Yeah, lovely, as always, to have your company on the show, mate. Um, we might start off, we touched on it there, uh, and we touched on it on the page a little bit earlier. Uh, you've uh, gotten on the podcasting bandwagon recently, mate, and uh, what's new in the castle? You've uh, got some big guests lined up coming forward. Uh, you launched with one of the biggest of them all with Dan Martin on the show, mate, but uh, let us know about who you got coming up. Yeah, well, um, just having Dan, uh, Dan Martini on the show, that was just to get a few more female viewers and males. I can't discriminate there, but... Yeah, he was more of the um, the head pug to start off with. But now I've got an Instagram live video with Knight Hooker or injured Hooker at the moment, Jaden Bailey, on Wednesday night, which would be good to have a chat. He started the year off uh, extremely well for the Mighty Knights. So, um, but yeah, disappointed to see him get injured, have a chat with him. And I've got, uh, we got a new punting segment coming up on Saturday with Paddy Hayes. He's, he's um, over at Katara Bears for the local comp. He's giving me a hand. And Greg Bird, the former Origin and Kangaroo, he's coming on to give us his tips and give a bit of a banner and a bit of a laugh. So that'll be interesting. Mate, he'll be able to give you the tips on all the uh, good French red wines after he's been spending plenty of time over there recently. Yeah, let's hope he can um, he can pun as good as he can knee people in the head. Have you seen that video recently? He's yeah. come back up. He does, doesn't <laughs> doesn't mind a bit of that, mate. Speaking of the punting, I uh, I was looking at your Twitter before, mate. Uh, Jeff Penza cleaned up on him. He had a good day last Saturday. Oh, mate, he's going to put my future kids in um, college, I think. He was outstanding. Yeah, no, I'm just bucketing more days. He rode like a $23 winner and just had to be a little little something-something on there, which was yeah, was good. Yeah, he certainly did, mate. Um, I can't think of the name of it, but I happen to have a little bit on that as well. I got tipped into it, so uh, don't mind a few of those, but um, I certainly wouldn't be looking to me for some tips. Uh, mate, yeah, um, yeah. what what else is in the in the pipeline for what's new in the castle? Obviously, you know we're we're quite keen on what you're doing there, mate. Um, you know, just plugging Newcastle. We we obviously nail the local footy stuff, but on a broader scale, what are you, what are you going to be looking to cover? So, mate, yeah, basically, um, the name "What's New in the Castle" pretty much just comes from the word Newcastle. Um, pretty self-explanatory, but um, it's the idea was I, I really love. Well, I'm a Newcastle boy, born and bred in the whole life. Um, just really love the community, and I feel like there's so many interesting stories out there that um, that haven't been told, and a lot of talent people have that they can't show every weekend of the jobs, etc., like that. So yeah, just just going out there, speaking to some um, local celebrities or some feel-good stories, local businesses, and just giving them a bit of a plug, and 
just showing showing the world how great of a place Newcastle is. Yeah, love it, mate. So uh, we shared the link before, and, and we'll make sure to keep people up to date when you've got some good, like, especially with the footy side of content. But um, well worth a listen and a look for anyone that's uh, as passionate about Newcastle as, as you are or uh, just loves a bit of local content. There'll be plenty on there. And, and follow, as you said, you've got the Instagram uh, where you'll have Jaden Braley coming up next week and also um, plenty of stuff happening on Facebook as well. So plenty there. Um, and, of course, subscribe to you. You'll be on all the good platforms like we are. Yeah, yeah, like, like I said, anyone out there with local businesses and that just want to have a chat or um, I'm, I'm happy happy to promote for you for nothing and that as well. Um, like I said, um, it's just a little hobby of mine, so I want to, I like to give back to our local community and yeah, so happy to do whatever, just give us a message. Lovely, mate. We might move on to the footy, mate, and uh, you've been around footy almost as long as you've been in Newcastle, you know, Souths and Katara have been your uh, bread and butter and uh you also pulled on a bright pink shirt for a little while and, and threw the whistle about. So oh, give us a bit of a story of, of the Dan Nielsen story. Oh, mate, yeah, I did, did referee for four, four years, I think I did. But, um, mate, played my first game when I was about five-year-old, four or five-year-old with the Mighty Stephanie South Alliance. I think um, uh, there might have been a gala day and my brother was playing in the under-eights and probably, yeah, five or six at the time and, they were a bit short, so they got me to fill in there and a pair of joggers and board shorts on with the red V on. All the Bumblebee jerseys that they were back in back in the day. But um yeah, played played there, then um went through juniors up to under thirteens was my last year at South and we, we had a we had a great side and we um well, two grand finals, lost to West that left had West had a great side, you know, Dylan Pithian and Luke Yates. Um Dylan Jones, uh, who else was I? Great side, Chris Randall. Um, and then after that, went over and because I went to Guitar High, I went and played a few years over at the Bears, uh, just just for a bit of fun, just to play with some mates and um, yeah, really wanted, just really yeah, really wanted to play with me mates from high school. And then uh, under seventeen, got selected in his first rep side with the Newcastle Rebels. So um, Steve Hoppy and Bear, they were the coaches. So they wanted me to want to be in Flash and a couple of the other boys to go back and play first division. So brought Flash over to South um, and started playing under 18s there, finished 18s there, and been in South Seniors ever since then. Yeah, lovely, mate. And, and is there any truth in the rumour, mate, that you base your game a little bit on your, your former coach, Ben Cross? Based, I'm just basing that on the stats. It took him 125 games to get across the strike for his first try in first grade, and I hear you've got a similar strike rate. Um, not necessarily. Fairly. I think my second game of first grade was against um, the Maggots, against West at Harker Oval, round two. And um, actually, pretty funny story. It was about 20 minutes in and we are getting beat 18 nil. And um, Greg Hurrell, Todd Hurrell was captain coach at the time. Greg Hurrell finally put me on there. Um, I think the interchange, Benny Toops, maybe, Benny Toops. We interchanged, gave him the interchange card, ran straight on there. Uh, Brizzy, he put me in a hole and scored straight away. Pretty much just ran on the field, got the ball and scored straight away. So, got to try then. But, um, yeah, no, I think I've, I think I've got a couple um, in all games, isn't that as well? So, uh-huh. so yeah, Benny, Benny Cross has struggled. Not as, not as bad as Matthew Kennedy. I've, here's a fun fact. Matthew Kennedy, who's assistant coach at first grade, he's hit the house reserve grade last few years. I've scored more tries. And the Donald Jones Stadium that Matt Kennedy has, and he's played just under 50 NRL games. So, 
there's a class yeah, action. You're, you're not doing your first grade, first grade case any uh, favours by popping the assistant coach, I wouldn't have thought. Next year, you're going to lay into Bobcat. Yeah, no, he, uh, Bobcat's all right. I'll, um, yeah, I'll give you some plugs. Yeah, nice. Um, mate, yeah, that, that was a phenomenal stat uh, when we brought it up today and I, I happened to be messaging a couple of other guys who uh, give us a bit of info in the background of the show and, and whatnot and one of your former teammates, and I'm sure you can figure out who this is very quickly, was telling me that you scored one of the softest, most disgusting tries he's ever seen off a Willie Hetter charge down. Oh, yeah, that was, um, that was up the Cessna 2016 and when the comp. Oh, mate, that was... Um, <laughs> That was one of probably one of his favourite tries. Well, he had a, he was a freak. Um, just, just little kick, come off on the Cessnock, down on his players and landed straight in my bed bars and cross the line. So, mate, doesn't matter how you score them, as long as you put it over the line and it's in the history books then. So, who cares how you score them? Yeah, it's, it's all well and good for those blokes that hang out out wide, don't do much else and put it down like the bloke that was throwing mud, mate. I'm, I'm sure you know who it is. Oh, mate, I, I know who exactly who it is, but, um, like, it's... It's not even worth my energy saying his name. I you know, lost forwards where the engine room and yeah, he no no stands out there being a little short little thing what he is and like, I don't know. He, he can say whatever he wants. Mate, we're 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 a special breed, the class that have played in the front row and held the whistle, mate. So we'll, we'll keep that club exclusive. Um, well, that's right, mate. Exactly. We might move along, mate, uh, so we don't get too long in the tooth. I'll get quick answers to these next three for me. Uh, who's the best yep. player you've played alongside in your time? <sighs> best player. I'll put me on the spot here. Uh, club level, like in the Newcastle comp, uh, mate Willie had a he, he was one of the one of the greatest football players I've yeah I've played with. He is outstanding. Um, that twenty sixteen season, I've never seen someone play as consistent as what he did that year. His kicking game, his talk, his leadership was just um, second to none. Um, and that was probably one of my most enjoyable years. So I'd say Willie Hedda. Um, juniors, probably Sioni, uh, Matadia from, from the night. Um, played a bit of juniors and a couple, couple of camps and under 18s. We went away with together. So, um, representative levels of like Sioni, but, um, club level, definitely Willie Hedder. Lovely, mate. And who's the toughest you played against? Toughest I've played against? Um, I'm going to say Master Fua. He was, um, it was Mark Defour or Jake Finn. They were, they were both pretty, pretty tough forwards um, when I was coming through as a young fella. I, um, 20, 2015 or whatever, they had a dark TV highlight, and I've made the highlight twice, and they were both from Mark Defour Tassel of me getting absolutely belted. So that's great, <laughs> Mark. Mate, I'm, I'm looking forward. We're in the works for talking to Mark at the moment about getting a, a bit of a long-form interview. He's got obviously a really interesting story, so hopefully we'll be uh, getting him on the podcast in the next month or two. I've got a funny funny quick story about uh, Marcus Thor. Yeah, it was the second game, of, second game of first grade and um, uh, it was Joel, Joel Brown. He was a dummy half, wasn't he? Joel Brown, who was at West at the time, uh, Riley Brown and Gene Brown's brother. Yep. Um, he was playing hooker for West at the time and Liam Higgins was playing hooker for us and made a bit of a rivalry and it was five minutes out from um, half time and they had a bit of a, a bit of a scrap in the scrum. So everyone just grabbed, grabbed one another and he threw blue. I've grabbed the person in front of me in the scrum and big Marcus Fuller, I've looked at him and I've just put my hands over my head ready to protect myself because I've seen some videos on YouTube and oh my God, as an 18-year-old, I was shitting myself. I could not um, wait to get out of that situation. So yeah, that was, that was a pretty good moment. 
Yeah, mate, I can bet uh, coming from a good bloodline too, his old man I think was a New Zealand heavyweight champion, so probably a good choice then to uh, just defend, mate. Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah, that was difficult, that. But, uh, yeah, so, and, mate, just to wrap up the footy section, I guess, of this little bit, uh, who's the best coach you, you've had? Uh, best coach, mate. I'm trying to think of someone from juniors. Uh, under 18, Steve Robbo. He, um, I'm not sure if you know Steve Robbo. He coached us in under 18. He, um, he's an old country, country rugby league um, representative coach in the seniors. He coached out at Armadale, et cetera, like that. Um, mate, he was, he was outstanding. He was um, re- really good to be coach under. But mate, Todd Harrell's a captain coach. He was um, he was the one who gave me my first first start in first grade when I wasn't even expecting that 18, 19 year old. And um, he um, he taught me a lot and got a lot of respect for Todd. So yeah, I'll give Todd Todd Toddy Harrell a big pub there. Yeah, lovely mate. Um, speaking of footy, how are you coping, mate? Uh, we're all uh, getting a bit desperate, I think. I, uh, I had a conversation with someone today and I said, geez, I'd, I'd even pay to watch South Queensland Crushers play Adelaide Rams, refereed by Mogsheen Jadwat at the moment. That's how desperate <laughs> I am. Oh, mate, it's, it's getting like that. It's, um, it's getting really frustrating. Like I said, uh, we've been watching that Fox League podcasting they do each day, which is goes with too long. But uh, Paul Kent, I don't always agree with what he had to say, but he was just, he was just explaining that a lot of people out there um, are just thinking – we need to put footy back on so these players can collect their millions of dollars each year. But what he was defending, it's not true. It's a, it's a multi-million dollar industry, not just the players. But there's a lot of people who are um, employed by the NRL. Um, you've got the catering staff. You've got juniors in the canines. You've got all these different um, people who actually work and contribute to the game of rugby league, not just the players collecting their paycheck. So the shutdown in an industry like that, it's... It's not going to. It's not going to do anyone any good for their mental state or just income or anything like that. So the best we get it back on TV or on the field, the best for everyone, I think. Yeah, definitely, mate. And as you say, just that mental outlet for a lot of people as well. But I guess we just watch this space and wait and see. So, how are you dealing with the training and those sorts of sides of things? Obviously, you know you've pretty much got to be prepared. You know, from the communication that we've seen, it could be announced, you know, mid-May or something like that, and they could give us two, three weeks' notice that a competition like the the Tui's Cup is is going to be, you know, three weeks around the corner. So you've obviously got to keep yourself pretty close yeah, to good yeah. condition. Yeah, mate, I'm I'm actually feeling uh, pretty good myself at the moment. Um, Bobcat. Andrew Bobcat Ryan, and we, uh, we got a uh, Facebook page, and he put a um, he started up a 50, 50 burpees for fifty day challenge on the Facebook group. And once you get nominated, you got to do your fifty, and then nominate three others, and so on and so on. So at the moment, I think majority of the clubs been nominated. So each day you do your fifty burpees, record your time, and then post your time every ten days. And then um, whoever's got the, the best time at the end of the fifty days is going to win, oh, win whatever. Whatever, whatever you win, but um, I think it's a great idea to keep everyone accountable and that as well, and a bit of fun, a bit of banner. So well, I love the idea. Keeps the competitive juices flowing, mate. And, and who's leading at the moment, and who's been the surprise packet for you in that? Mate, I'd like to think um, I was leading it, but yeah, I I, dis- I disagree. But um, oh, who is leading it? I think um, who's got oh, who's who got the lightning it? times, mate? Just a few of them, or just a name that's up the top. Tommy Tommy Cronin was pretty quick. Yeah, right. Um, same as Jared Flanagan. Um, saying that, look how look how skinny and yeah, there's not much, there's not much to him, mate. Like you, you'd be like me, you know. Sit, once you get past six foot, burpees get real difficult. Oh well, that's the thing. Um, one of the the under nineteen coach Carrick, he he give it a go, and he's in his forties. He's 
past way past his prime, the big couple, but he give it a go and oh mate, the video went that long. Like I went down and picked up picked up a carton of oh, carton of eggs and some milk, come back, hang the washing out, I come back to the computer and he's still going. So <laughs> I think he has a bit, bit to work on it. So And uh, have we seen Dwayne Sampson make an appearance in this yet? How's he going? Yeah, mate, he's um he's so he's putting on social media, he's training the house down, so um, I'd, I'd love to play a couple of games with Sambo again this year. Every time I put the jersey on with him, especially in the um, the Corey knockout, I um, it, yeah, it's a privilege to play next to him. He's a real good club. Yeah. He, he's the organizer of uh, Castlereagh All Blacks at the moment, doing a great job with them. And uh, but mate, if we get Sambo's a freak at the best times, but if you get him fit, he could be very scary. Uh, but oh, we'll, mate, we'll, imagine that. We'll keep moving along, mate. Um, we'll have a quick look at isolation for you, mate. I had a quick scroll through your Facebook feed earlier, mate. It looks like a lot of time spent with the dog. Uh, what are the oh, three th- key no, yeah. things for you in isolation keep to keep your sanity apart from the dog or including the dog? Oh, excuse me, not say the dog. Um, uh, the Fox League channel, even though there's not much content going on, I've got to have the Channel 502 going. Um, I've got to make sure I go go to coffee from the coffee shop in there every, every day and go for a bit of a walk around the beach. I think that's the, the main thing about me. So, yeah, coffee in the morning, drive around the beach and then the the Fox League when I get home. Yeah, mate. Um, as long as I don't know if you caught it the other day when Kevin Gordon was on there, it got real weird the other day on Fox League. Oh, that that was um, yeah, that was disturbing. So yeah, if you were if you all that if you want to get do your own research and that. Yeah, I, I, I think it was Easter, Easter Saturday or Easter Sunday with Hindy and Matty John. So yeah, worth yeah. A, worth a look for some weird entertainment. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Mate, now, if you're going to get locked down in isolation, who would be the worst teammate to be locked in isolation with? Besides King Christie, because he's not at the club anymore. Yeah, you, you know, breathe, um, everyone's breathed a sigh of relief over the Merriweather way about that, I hear. Oh, mate, it's um, the celebration we had when we found out he signed with Central was the... Uh, oh, it was like 97. And I, I was only a young fellow for 97. I would have only been two years old. But I could imagine whatever the 97 party was like, that's what it was like when he signed with the Bull and White. Is, nah, is, he's, is, he's is, is, is it true that you passed the hat around at South to uh, provide the sign-on fee for Central to get him? <laughs> oh, that, was, that, was part, that, was, that was part of the hot seat money, actually. I, um, oh, is that where it I went? Like, yeah, that's it. Well, most of it. Oh, dear. So, who'd be the worst at, out of the current South players, you reckon, if you're stuck in there for seven days? Oh, mate. Jack Welsh. He, he, he played with South the last few years and he moved back to Tweed Heads, but he, he's come back here now. He's just torture. He, he, he's one of those folks who just thinks he's real political and just knows everything, but he doesn't. And he's like, um, oh, just. He pulls out all these random stats. I call him David Milton because he just pulls out these random stats just about life and gives everyone lectures 24-7. Mate, if I was with him for seven days in quarantine, oh, my God, I could not last that long. That's torture. I uh, love it, mate. It, 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 it gets me fired up thinking about it, actually. Yeah, I can hear it in your voice. Who'd be the best teammate to uh, be in there for seven days with? Best teammate? Um, oh, that's a tough one. Flash would be all right. Um, he just want to get on the source twenty four seven, but um, he's another. Oh, Chrissy Merlo, great, great bloke. I reckon we'd have an outstanding time, me and Merles. I'd say Merles, but uh, Harry Dean Darrell, he's a barber, and I need to get a fresh haircut, a fresh fade every couple of days, so he could fix me up. So we'll say either Merles or Harry Dean Darrell. Lovely, and and you've already answered the worst person from another club. Who do you think would be the best from another club? Best from another club. God. I haven't got too many friends from other clubs. They all hate me. What about your uh, What about your radio station, mate? He'd surely be entertaining. 
Oh, I, I don't know. I reckon we'd, I reckon we'd clash a bit, me and Bluey. But uh, I'm trying to, trying to think of probably like um, Tommy Madden from Centrally. Yeah, I roomed and had a couple of camps in that early in our career. He was, he was pretty good fun. Probably someone like Tommy Madden or something like that. Yeah, lovely, mate. We're gonna go next little segment before we get into some uh, listener questions and feedback. Just gonna be the we're calling it the quick fire lockdown lowdown. So I'm just gonna go through some categories. And I just want you to give me just one, you know, one item that fits in this category that you, you'd have in lockdown with you. So we'll start with a book. Is there a good book that you'd recommend? Uh, yeah, the subtle art of not giving a f. By, um, you can swear uh, on this one, mate. It's all good. Oh, sweet, yeah. Subtle art of not giving a fuck. Uh, great book. Mark. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, the last name, but yeah, great book. Musical instrument. Uh, musical instrument. Probably the bongo. Beautiful movie. Footy legends, aren't Yeah, good one, that one. What about a TV show to sit down and binge on? Uh, Late Show, Matty John. Yeah, yeah lovely. Yeah. And if you could have a one, one uh, video game for a console? Uh, Rugby League Life 4, easy. Beautiful. One actor to spend seven days in, in lockdown with? Ooh, one actor. Actually, that's, that's actually a real tough one. I'm going to say Chris Hemsworth because I'd get a bit tough after a few days and yeah. <laughs> right, enough said. Speaking of Tawi, an actress that you'd like to be locked down with for seven days. I don't know if she'd be volunteering whoever she is, but. <laughs> yeah, she'd, um, she'd be running away uh, straight away. Ooh. No, I, I, I could not think of one off the top of my head. There's that many. Um... It's a long list. Probably, what's uh, uh, Jennifer Anderson? She'll do. Uh, yeah, a bit of experience. Uh, what, about yeah, a mus- yeah. what, what about a musician, mate? You can play your bongos, bongos along too. Oh, my love, lovely Matchbox 20, Rob Thomas. He, he bit of 3 a.m.? Yeah, yeah, just um, a few sad songs, a few happy songs, but, mate, 3 a.m., oh, that'd be outstanding. What about a, a media, TV, radio, podcast personality? Oh, mate, the, the dream would be to do one with Matty John, so I'm going to have to say Matty John. Mate, just just, he he could keep you entertained for seven days straight with stories, I reckon. Oh, mate, he would be unreal. So, yeah, I'd say Matty. And that probably doubles up as the next one is a, a former NRL player. Oh, a former NRL player. I'm going to go... Oh. A former NRL player. Oh, off the top of yeah. oh, let's just Let's just say, yeah, Matty as well. Yeah, what about a current NRL player? Current NRL player. Uh... I reckon Connor Watson. I reckon he'd be not a bad bloke. He, he comes across all right, and yeah, yeah he, I reckon he's got a few. Yeah, I reckon he'd be all right. I reckon, I reckon someone like his mate KP might get on your nerves after a little bit. He'd be a bit too energetic, but I reckon K, uh, Connor would just be that little bit lower key after the as, as the days went on. Yeah, just good nature about him, mate. Yeah, and what yeah. A, what about to wrap up, mate? Uh, a local league legend, so a form, former local league personality that you might know around the traps. Who, who would that be that you reckon to be entertaining for seven days? For seven days. Um, Mate, Bobcat's not bad on me um, after a few years, and that is a bit of a bit of a fun, but he's not silly, so I'll say Bobcat. Beautiful, mate. We'll wrap up this podcast, mate. A couple of minutes to go, and uh, we'll go through the uh, social media questions. And mate, there's there's uh, we've got about seven here, and there's a couple of them that are just oh, sta- just statements, but the other ones are questions. So we'll start off, mate. Uh, at Merriweather Speech Therapist, Dan, you've missed the last three appointments, and you need to get back to fix your stutter. When can we expect you next? Uh, mate. Um, Due to the COVID-19, I'm going to have to postpone all future appointments 
to a further date. Thanks, mate. No worries. Next one's just a statement. It's from at the real Keith Onslow. Dan, can you lose my number? Your Knights career isn't coming back. Uh, mate, I'm never going to say never. So no, I will not. Uh, you just got to keep tr- got to keep trying, mate. Ke- Keith's a great contact, mate. He knows everyone. Uh, That's it. Next one at Winfield Bluey. Is it true you bought one of your one of your bosses at the radio station flowers? I did buy one of my bosses at the radio station flowers. Um, I'd like to say I was trying to get up, like tack on to her, but I wasn't. I spilled coffee all over her desk and didn't have enough time to clean it all up, and she wasn't happy. So you did the right thing and buy some flowers. You're a uh, you're a real sweetheart, mate. I like that. Uh, oh, mate. Next one up is at South Reggie's. Well done on your 12-week challenge. Is it true you got fit to impress a former flame? Hashtag bring back Hannah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I'm just going to say to Tim Christie, um, <laughs> you can think whatever you want about that. I know that was from Tim, so. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, next one, at Central's Reggie's. Uh, is it true you got into a scrap with a current South Reserve grade winger at a recent Pete Murray gig and came off second best? Uh, yeah, that was the Rob Thomas-Pete Murray gig. Uh, Yes, Flash put one on my chin. Um, we still to today, still to this day, don't know why he did it, but um, he put one on my chin and split my cheekbone open. Um, so yeah, he did get the better of me. Yeah, right. Not good, mate. So uh, all, all good now, though. Uh, Been yeah, put to bed. Um, Flash, Flash better um, watch where he sleeps tonight. That's all I have to say. But um, yeah. Yeah, lovely. Uh, we've got one that's just been posted up on the podcast page, and it's from Ben Lucas. How do you feel about getting ragged old by a half last year versus Maitland? Uh, ben Lucas, I've never heard of her. Who, who's she? <laughs> lovely. Uh, two to go, mate. The next one is at Ben the Boss Cross. Can you please stop <laughs> telling people you won a first grade comp? It only counts if you get on the field. <laughs> um, if this is by Tim Christie as well, I believe he was injured. So. Um, Tim, who asked that? I don't know. Yeah, so, I mean, it's at Ben the Boss Cross, so I'm not sure. Mate, the final one, and this one, this one could be interesting for you for your podcast, mate. It's at Big Nate Tinkler. I haven't forgotten. Yeah, I haven't forgotten <laughs> you and Cameron Duncan potted me in the Newcastle Herald back in 2014. Can I come on your <laughs> podcast to have this one out with you two? Um, well, I actually give Tinkler a bit of a um, plug on that one. So, mate, big Tink, come on it. Um, but it's going to cost you. Um, I don't know if you've still got money these days, but. It's not going to come cheap, mate. So yeah, happy might give you some coal. Yeah, well, that's it. If that's what he's still doing these days, he knows. Yeah, I don't know where he is, mate. He certainly won't be sharing his food, that's for sure. <laughs> but Daniel Nilsson, thank you very much for your time, mate. As uh, as we touched on in the intro and the early part, make sure you check out what's new in the castle. We're looking forward to uh, seeing Jaden Braley and Greg Bird coming up in the next week or so, mate. Uh, that'll be great uh, on the weekend and then on Wednesday. Check them out on Instagram and Facebook, mate. We appreciate your time. We look forward to hopefully catching up with you again uh, in a couple of months' time when there's actually some footy to talk about and recap. But uh, really appreciate you, mate, having a good chat with us and uh, good luck with your podcast. And we'll keep following on uh, very uh, acutely watching how you guys keep kicking on and uh, appreciate your time. Yeah, fingers crossed we get the footy back on and thanks for having me, mate. Um, anytime. Enjoy it. All right. Thanks, mate. See you, buddy. Bye. A big thanks to Dan Nilsson there. Uh, great to have a chat with him. Uh, a thank you, of course, too, to our major sponsor, Newey Threads, who bring you the podcast every week. We really appreciate them. Uh, make sure you get onto their social media pages as well and check out their range of uh, clothing and uh, associated lines. Uh, they've been a really good partner for us in 2020, and we hopefully uh, can continue to partner with them in the long term. 
If you've got anyone that you think would be a really good fit for our podcast moving forward, make sure you reach out to us via either our uh, Facebook, Twitter or Instagram pages or Leaguecastle AU. Um, and, yeah, we look forward to bringing you some more podcasts in the short term and also some of the long-form podcasts following on from our long chat with Josh Mantellato that we had recently. We'll be looking to get some more of those Leaguecastle legends out to you. Uh, thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you next week. Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window will get their second. You're listening to League Cup. Newcastle, 100-100 rugby league.